Hello there, avid readers. Hope everyone's having a great day today. So, you know, um, this is kind of gonna suck. I'm about to tear this novel apart, and I feel bad about it because, uh, you know, I'm part of one of these Facebook groups where you can get ARCs for free from authors. And I know that that under no obligation, I know that means that I'm under no obligation to give, you know, an exclusively positive review. But I tend to be really understanding when it comes to authors that are, you know, self-published. Because, you know, I myself am a self-published writer, but I'm just going to come out and say it. This novel was like bad Twilight fan fiction. I mean, it was just... (laughs) It was just bad. You know, I tried to be super objective when I wrote the review um, online, you know, because I, I do these reviews in three ways. You know, I've got a podcast, which you're listening to. I've got a written review, which I tend to be a little more objective um, and professional with. And then I've got my YouTube review. Uh, which is, you know, a little bit more expressive. But it was very hard to stay objective in this novel because it was a very painful book to read. I mean, after about a quarter of it, I was just like, oh, God, can I just stop reading this? And I'm like, no, I can't. I promised the, the author I would, you know, read the book. And I did. I, you know, forced myself to read it and... It was not good. Um, and the whole reason I call it bad Twilight fan fiction is because these, this love triangle is exactly like the love triangle from Twilight. Um, you have Rose, who is basically a Mary Sue character. There's literally no, nothing wrong with her. She's absolutely perfect and absolutely flawless and absolutely selfish. She has absolutely no fault, flaws whatsoever to make her relatable at all. And that really bugged me. Um, have I said what I'm talking about first? I'm talking about Rain. Rain by India Adams. Um, oh god, this novel just was so tedious. Um, and you know what? I liked Twilight when it came out. You know, when it came out, I was a teenager. I was on the Twilight bandwagon. I did go see all the movies. I have all the books. And I liked Twilight when it came out when I was, you know, in high school. But there is a reason I haven't gone to reread them. Not that I have time to reread them, but if I did, I still wouldn't choose to reread the Twilight series because I feel like that's a series that hasn't aged well. It really is for adolescents. Um, And I still like the movies, you know, I enjoy watching the movies, but I don't take them seriously. I enjoy them for what they are, you know, just entertainment value. But I think I just lost some credibility with you guys, and I'm sorry about that. (laughs) I'm just being honest. Um, But this novel was basically Twilight, Um, but with elves, except the elves kind of have fangs. And when they bite you, they excrete venom. I'm sorry, does that not sound familiar at all? Certainly sounds familiar to me. 
And you know what? Rose is exactly like Bella from the books. I think I like Bella more in the movies, even though Kristen Stewart really can't act in those movies. Um, I think this... I think the author had a strong idea. You have elves, you have trolls, um, this idea of soulmates. I thought it was an intriguing premise, which is why I, you know, I went, I reached out to the author. I said, hey, I saw this. Um, I would like to participate in your reading group for it. And she was like, sure, I'll message you the details. And then she provided me with an arc. And I thought that was great, very nice of her. Um, and so I was intrigued by the premise. I was intrigued by the overall plot. I think it was just the execution of it that really blew me away um, and not in a good way. I think it was, like I said, it was very tedious. It, it read very juvenile. Um, the fact that your main character doesn't have any flaws whatsoever kind of doesn't make her relatable. You know what? It doesn't make her relatable to the reader at all. And then you have this romance with her lifelong friend. Gunner, who has always been in love with her. Oh, gee, if that didn't sound familiar, right? And so she tries to have a relationship with him, and it's really weird because it reads like incest because of how their relationship is sort of defined in the very opening of the novel. It really does not resonate with the reader. Like, they're all of their interactions, they're very, I want to say, stiff. But I think that's more in line with the dialogue. I think the dialogue with the relationship is very stiff. And I think her lack of emotion, her narrative regarding him, but yet still trying with him. Um, I mean, she really is like Bella, who wants Jacob, but doesn't want Jacob at the same time. I mean, that's exactly how their relationship read. It was very much like those two. And... Oh, God, he's always calling her baby. Baby, are you okay? Ba I, was, I was just, oh, <laughs> I really hated it so much. I really, really did. Um, I hate the use of baby in this novel because he's constantly using it. It's like, I, I understand her mom using it. Her mom using it is fine. Like, baby, are you okay? You know, that's fine. But he overuses it, and like I said, their relationship is really written very weird in this novel. It's very um, uncomfortable to read because it does read a lot like incest, and it doesn't really resonate with the reader. And then you have the stoic boy who has to stay away from her because she's she's special in some way. And oh God, he's basically Edward. I mean, come on. He really is just Edward, um, in my opinion. So, his language is also very stiff. You know, I thought it was very archaic, um, his language. I get she was kind of going for um, ancient feeling, you know, they're elves. She wants them to feel ancient. But then you have other elves who are more colloquial, who know... Um, current slang so it didn't really fit and she tries to write it off being like oh well you know they're guardians of humankind but only some of them get to really integrate in society I mean okay yes but when they come home wouldn't they bring that slang with them and just sort of start explaining like hey well this is what this means you know it was very um, 
stiff. It didn't fit. I didn't like the chemistry he had with Rose either um, because it's like automatic. He had this pull to her even before they met and that kind of bothered me. Like, oh, he's in love with her before he even knows her. It, it bordered on the cliche, it didn't border, it was cliche. It's that cliche automatic love trope and I know that bugs a lot of people. I guess it bugs me too. Because I like to see relationships develop in stories. But she doesn't even know she exists and yet it's like her heart aches for him. And it's like you don't even know this dude exists right now. What, why are you in such heartache? So it was just very unbelievable. It was very cliche. It was such a typical romance trope that I haven't seen in a while, to be perfectly honest. Um, you know, I always, I like stories where it's like, oh, well, you have this attraction, right? Um, it starts as physical, maybe friendly, but and then it evolves into something more. I don't mind that. But what I mind here is these two don't even meet and he's already in love with her. Um, he's like, oh no, but I can't be with her. It was just very annoying. It was very annoying. Um, it, once again, was just unbelievable. And it really bugged the heck out of me. You know, just the language of the novel it was very stiff. And then, you know, the author tends to use um, euphemisms a lot, which you know, I guess, why not? You know, if you're, if her audience, if her target audience is, you know, tweens and um, really young adults, you know, 13, 14 um, year olds, I, I kind of understand it, but, you know, like, oh, he went into my tunnel. Like, come on, that's just cliche and, I'm sorry, bad writing. You can, it shouldn't be a shame to just say things. I mean, I think people nowadays are starting to become more comfortable with their bodies that that kind of language isn't necessarily um, necessary anymore. I mean, this is writing, it's literature, it's art. It should be treated with respect. You just have to be honest with your readers and not treat them like they're, you know, idiots. Um, so, or maybe that's just a personal cho choice on the author's part. Maybe she doesn't feel comfortable with that, which, you know what, that's fine. That's okay. I just think there's a point where it's just overused. Um, especially if you're just going to go in, like, some details, but then you're going to use euphemisms for other details. It kind of just, it's a little jarring. It's like, well, don't just be honest about the whole thing that's happening right now with the characters. Um, so that's my opinion on that. I just, like I said in the beginning of this, you know, podcast, I felt like this novel was basically just bad Twilight fan fiction because these characters are literally like Bella, Jacob, and Edward. The love triangle in here is basically Bella, Edward, and Jacob. It, it wasn't fresh, it wasn't unique, there was nothing really compelling about it. The only thing interesting was the plot premise, like elves, trolls, that's great. But then you're telling me he has to bite her like a freaking vampire, and that sometimes his skin is shimmery because there's mica in the lotion. I mean, come on. 
a little more originality, please. Um, God, I feel like I'm being so harsh in this podcast. I really do. And I feel terrible about it. But this is how I felt when I was reading these novels. I mean, there were so many parts um, when I was reading it. And I was just like, oh my God, he sounds like Jacob. Oh my God, he sounds like Jacob. Oh my God, he's such a Bella. And I haven't seen Twilight in years. I mean, literally, it's been five years since I watched the movie. Um, it's been even longer since I read the book. I read it once when it came out. That was it. <laughs> and, oh, God. Uh, that's how much this, this novel bugged me. And I, I feel, like I said, I feel bad. I feel terrible. I feel like I'm being a little too harsh. Um, but ultimately, this was my opinion um oh man i feel terrible (laughs) i really do um i feel terrible for the for the author i am hardly ever this harsh you know it it takes a lot for me to really dislike a book um but in this case i really disliked it um and unfortunately i have to give rain by India R. Adams, um, one star. You know, there's a link on my blog if you want to purchase the book from bookshop.org. You know, I do recommend bookshop.org because a percentage of the proceeds do go to local booksellers. But if you are really hesitant about buying this novel, uh, check it out from your local library. Like I always say, I'm never not going to recommend the book because my opinion is my own. And if you're someone who, you know, loves Twilight and you have no problem rereading Twilight again and again, you know, this is probably for you. You know, it's not for me, um, but it's probably for you. I mean, we all have different tastes. And let me remind you, I did love Twilight when it came out. I want to keep liking it, which is why I haven't reread it because I'm afraid it didn't age well. And I don't want to tarnish my memories of it. But, you know, if you can get through the first five chapters of this novel without any headache, then, you know what, read the book. You know, finish re- finish reading it. If it's kind of a struggle to, to get through the first five, go to the first ten. Uh, you know, get up to chapter ten. And if at that point it still hasn't grabbed your attention, just put the book down, return it to the library, and have a nice day. You know, just stop, because time is precious. Um, it's too precious to be wasting it reading books that we're not interested in, you know what I mean? So, in any case, once again, this was Rain by India R. Adams. Once again, one star. There is a link on my website to purchase it from bookshop.org. I do recommend, once again, purchasing it from bookshop.org. And if you're hesitant, support your local library and check it out from the library. And I hope you will support me uh, by following my channel here. You can even become a supporter on Anchor, you know, for 99 cents a month, helping me make Sin's Workshop podcast even better. Link for that is in the description. I hope you all have a great rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.